everyone. Welcome back to Today in Tech. Beauchamp and I'm here with Macworld Executive Editor Michael Simon, as well as Computer World Executive Editor Ken Mingus. We are live on our YouTube channel, IDG Tech Talk, as well as on LinkedIn on the Computer World page. So if you have any questions, comments, thoughts that you want to let us know while we are live, please do um, let me know in either the comments, if you're on LinkedIn or the live chat on YouTube, and we'll do our best to get back to you and respond while we're actually talking. So we've talked a little bit, I mean, just in like the past few weeks about these new announcements that were made at the peak performance i don't think i'm getting my events confused right peak performance yeah. event and two yes yes yeah peak is in like let's see not peak is in you know top and um so we've talked a little bit about some of the things we've we like have briefly mentioned the studio display but it feels like now you know it's, it's been getting some pushback it's been getting some frustration um so i kind of feel like what's going on with it what's the general consensus I'd kind of like uh, to wonder the same thing, Michael. You you had a great piece in Macworld. This, this thing just feels like a missed opportunity. That's exactly what it is. It's funny, you know, I was thinking about this as I was preparing for this show, and every couple of years, there's an Apple product that, like, everybody piles on, like the MagSafe, Duo, uh, MagSafe Charging Duo, whatever that thing was or is, or HomePod, or something like that. This is an entirely different uh blunder if you will like it this is so such a, a a forced error by apple and i don't i don't understand it at all because apple has made what 15 displays before this maybe maybe more all of which were fantastic they've never really had a band one they were expensive or more expensive than other ones at the time and you know, people took issues. Sometimes they only worked with like a specific Mac without an adapter. And yeah, there were there were various issues with them. This one gets so much right and so much wrong that it's 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 a wonder like how this got through to us. It's 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 very perplexing. Yeah, I I, I mean I'm really baffled because I I mean I ideally i would love the idea of you know one of these things sitting on my desk here you know I, i'm a big <laughs> apple fan and you know and and it's got it has a lot of good qualities it's 5k it's got apparently an amazing sound system All right. well let's start with the, let's start with 5k because yeah. that's start where a lot of this 5k is a lot of where the problems start so i don't i'm not a display expert but to the best of my knowledge 5k displays that are also uh, 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 high refresh, 120 hertz, ProMotion, and HDR, they don't really exist at this level. And I think that's where the problems start. Apple has it in its head. We start with the iMac too, that we need 5K. We do not. 4K is plenty. That's enough case. We don't need 5K. <laughs> yep. You cannot tell. If you put a 4K and a 5K uh, 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 display next to each other, you're not going to be able to tell the difference. Your eye's not going to know. So that's, I think that's where we're, that's the first kind of uh, screw up is that they they convinced themselves, whoever started this design process, that all right, we're starting with a 5K display, which, which, which limits them off the bat. So... Because you know, even the Pro Display XDR doesn't have promotion. Wasn't the iMac? What? What? Wasn't the other, other earlier iMac 5K? It is. This is that screen. This is that same screen, basically, the right? The only thing that's different is like it's a tiny bit brighter, which yeah. probably has to do with some other factor. It's it's for all intents and purposes, and maybe even not that. It's it's the 27-inch iMac, 
without the IPAC. But there kind of is the IPAC. Because it's got a chip and 64 it, gigs it, of RAM. It, right, right. It has, a, has an A13 Bionic chip and, and 64 gigs of RAM. And probably because it's cheaper for Apple at this point to just throw the whole thing in there than to take the storage away from the system on chip and, 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 and to figure all that out. So they just, you know what, we're just, we're just going to put 64 gigs inside, this, in, inside a display, which obviously doesn't need. Yeah. Now, if it has that, why isn't Apple taking advantage of it? So there's so those are the two issues that, that we start with. We have 5K when we don't need it, which cuts off all the things that we do want, HDR, ProMotion. And it has, it has an A13 with a 64-gig hard drive, which opens up a wealth of opportunity. <laughs> we could do, it could be an Apple standalone Apple TV. It could be AirPlay. It could be, uh, it could, it could run uh, a modified version of iOS. It, it actually has iOS 15.4 on it because right. of, of the things that it does. Mm -hmm. But instead, we get a $1,600 display that doesn't do anything except uh, uh, center stage, which is fine. And sound, the, the speakers. But here's the thing with that. Two things. Why? Uh, the speakers in a second. One, the camera isn't that great. Uh, depending on your lighting, like uh, uh, Roman, Roman Loyola re reviewed it for us. Mm -hmm. And he didn't he didn't really see any issues with the display because he did it in a in a well lit room. Other people did it in rooms with not so good lighting, and it, it was a, there was a noticeable decrease in in um, uh, quality. That's probably going to be corrected. And that's I assume that's a software issue because Apple has done 12 megapixel cameras and all of its iPads, and they're great. Yeah. So like that that's that's a problem that will be solved. What won't be solved is why the heck do we need center stage on a display? On an iPad, sure, you're walking around. It's, you're going to be sitting and looking at the display, so just like we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. We don't. You don't move very often. Sometimes, sure. It's a it's a gimmicky feature. That raise the price, raise the 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 parts, whatever it had to do to get that in there. I I just I don't think it's necessary in this type of a device. It's cool, maybe. I just I don't I don't think it's needed. Well, let me let me ask you, Mike. All right, so having having detailed some of the the flaws here, is this an issue where if this thing were priced at say ten ninety nine or twelve ninety nine, we're not having this conversation. The, the issue exactly. <laughs> the, the, sure. the issue is that it's I, got. I, I'll these, even give you twelve ninety nine. Okay, twelve ninety nine. The issue because that that pretty much would match up with the LG, right? If it's twelve, if it were twelve ninety nine. The ultra fine, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, you know, we should also note that it comes with a stand that allows you to tilt it, but you can't raise it up and down. That's another 300 bucks. bucks. 400 bucks. 400 bucks. It's it's literally $100 an inch. <laughs> it's like it's almost like Apple is daring you to buy this thing and prove that you're, you know, you're stupid or a fanboy. You know, I, I don't get it. And that's why well, big surprise. But wait, well, let me say real quick, because Apple rolled this out at the same time that it rolled out the 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 Mac Studio, which I think is 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 a hell of a device. Yeah. So, so you've got it, this and really somewhat companion devices. The way Apple designed them, the way Apple. Well, that's the way. That's the implication that you yeah. you know you get you get the headless Mac and then you buy this as the as the screen. But the headless Mac is like a a plus, and this is like C minus, and it's like it, the the dichotomy there just doesn't work. 
So we've actually, we actually have one of our viewers on YouTube and they said, you know, this is killing my buzz. I have one of these in order. Did, did oh, I no. make a mistake? No, well, and it then, depends on what, it depends on what that person wants and also what they have to spend on a machine. If they're stressing their budget to get this display, I would say, yeah, cancel the order and get something that's cheaper and, and, you know, maybe a larger display, maybe, maybe a high refresh, whatever it is. If you can afford it and you don't necessarily care about the issues that we're talking about, it's still it's, the display part of it is top notch. Mm -hmm. We gave it four stars, mostly on the back of the quality of the actual display. It is a fantastic display. We've seen them in the iMac. That 27 inch iMac is great. It's a, it's a great uh, panel. Color accuracy, fantastic. Brightness, fantastic. But it's not as good as, say, the XDR display on the iMac on the iPad Pro. It's not as good as the uh, displays we just got on the MacBook Pros because it, it's missing promotion. It's missing it, it's missing the, the the localized dimming. Blacks aren't as deep because it's 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 an LCD. There are there are issues, but. Unless, like I said, you're going to be paying for this thing for five years and you really stretch your budget and you can't afford it, I think you'll absolutely like it as a display. Sure. It's just what we're saying is it could have been so much it better. Been so much it is. Exactly. Yeah. To, to, you know, to your point, Michael, you're right. The display is fine. I think where you and I are looking at this is that given Apple's penchant for, if not perfection, at least, you know, go, giving buyers something really special for their money mm -hmm. and this could have done they apple could have done so much more with this that for the 16.99 you know price uh, you know I, I it just it to me it falls short 15.99 don't, don't be 15 more expensive sorry. Than sorry sorry <laughs> but yeah and so you're getting uh we were talking before uh spatial audio and really good speakers okay that's fine um I don't know how many people use their display as a speaker. Maybe they don't because the speakers are generally terrible. So in this case, yeah, you're getting really good speakers, really good sound. And hey, Siri support. Okay, that's so fine. I guess, you know, you're probably connecting it to a Mac. So you're getting that anyway on the, on the Mac itself. But, you know, okay, fine. That's fine. So there's a couple of features that you don't get on other displays. Certainly not any that are, that are way less. Or even less, less we'll talk about the uh, ultra fine. Because that was that was the same price, same panel, or a very, very, very similar panel. You didn't get any of that stuff. You got a camera that was really bad, and you got a, a, a speaker that was barely audible. So this is definitely an upgrade from that. The design is nice. I don't know why it's so thick. It's strange. Maybe maybe for the for the uh, for the audio, the uh, the acoustics. That's the only thing I can think of. Because are you talking about the depth of the yeah. It's it's very not, thick. not the bezels because the bezels are thick too. The bezels are pretty thick, not outlandishly thick. You know, I can I could I could live with the, with them. Okay. You know, the ones in the Pro Display are pretty thick too, and the iMac. You know, they're about they're in line with that. But the um the thickness of the actual device, like the screen, it's like an inch, which I have to assume has to do with the with the acoustic-ness of it. Because if you look at the iMac, obviously it's, you know, it's like penciled in in comparison. So mm -hmm. there's got to be a reason why it's why it's so thick. It's it's not the camera. I mean, the iMac has a camera too. It doesn't need to be that thick. I, like with the Mac, 
with the MacBook Pro, the reason why we don't have a, a Face ID stuff is because it's a little bit too thick. It's not like it doesn't need to be an inch thick. So there's something going on there. Um, they did some teardowns that I fix it and uh, they haven't really kind of delved into the, 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 the hows and the whys. But if you take it apart, I mean, it looks like an iMac. It's got, it's got a logic board, it's got speakers, it's got, it looks like an iMac. That's, you know, what I wanted to ask real quick, you know, you made a point earlier that maybe this was some idea that this could be an Apple, literally an Apple TV, because it's got the, the storage on board, the 64 gigs, it's got the chip, it runs iOS 15.4, 15.3. Um, is, it, is it possible that Apple might at some point announce that for no, that all yeah. these... No. Here's a question for you. Has Apple ever added functionality like that to a product ever? <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm trying to come up with any kind of logic <laughs> for why. They, they would have announced Brutal. If they're going to do that, no, if they're going to do right. that, it'll and be I'm Studio fine. Display 2 when you'll have to buy another I'm, system. I'm fumbling around for any kind of rational reason that this has these this weird mix of features, both some some of them really nice and some of them really mediocre. It's just I not think, Apple. I think it's, they just didn't it's just it's just not their best work i don't know how to say it. i mean everybody makes mistakes everyone strikes out <laughs> and again it's not bad we gave it four stars yeah. it's sure. a great display it just falls short of what it could be for 1600 bucks that's when you start looking at like wait a minute why is it all this stuff here what are we doing why do we need that why do we need that what am i paying for and that's the issue if it was 12.99 for the height adjustable boom you got it. It's just—it's a little bit too. It's a lot bit too. Four hundred bucks is a lot. It's just—it's just too much. For sixteen hundred bucks, you could go buy a fifty-five-inch LG OLED yeah, TV. Absolutely. It might not have a camera, but it would be the most amazing screen you've ever used yeah. in your can, life. For that price. money, you can get an incredible display. And then you can incredible. buy a webcam for a hundred dollars. Yeah, right. So right, buy a buy a Razer <laughs> Pro webcam, buy a Thunderbolt dock, and you got it. Yeah. So for we, sure. We have, so um, the person who originally asked the question, they said, you know, they can afford it and that they're most interested in the quality of the display itself. Okay. And then. And I think most people who will buy it, that's going to be weird. Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But Chris, our, our director here in the studio was saying, you know, for that price, he would get an HP um, dream color for yeah, color I, accuracy. Honestly, I have, a, I'm, as I do this right now, I have a Samsung, I don't know, 29 inch or something. It's 4K. It is it studio display quality? Not in the slightest. It's plastic. I don't care. I paid three hundred dollars and I would do it again. But if I cared about color accuracy and that type of stuff, the Apple Studio display is absolutely should be considered. Because if you if if that's the 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 what you prioritize, it's not just size. And you know, moving stuff around on your desktop. If you need that that kind of, of of color accuracy and brightness and clarity and all that stuff, absolutely go check out the studio display because the display part of it, best in class. It's everything else that's. that's you know, but it, and I will also say, and this is something that I think factors in when people are looking at Apple products and evaluating them in terms of the look. You know, if you've got this sitting on your desk with your new Mac Studio sitting right beside it on a very Spartan minimalist desk, that's going to look really cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a that, nice look. No, I, I mean, I know that may seem like a stupid reason. No, not at all. But it, it really will. It, it is nicely better. Absolutely better. Yeah, so, for sure. Uh, just because I'm just of, glad it doesn't have a notch. Just. <laughs> 
<laughs> you, hate, sure. you hate the notch. So I just because I'm curious, I um I asked what um this person in the audience is going to be using it for, just because like okay. curious what curious what the deal is. But something that like intrigued me, and maybe we maybe you guys already discussed this while I was looking at comments and everything, but I think like what it's interesting, and I want to say I want to say maybe Roman made this point. I'm not sure. Um, is that you know you've got the components of like an iPhone, an iPad, but like it's not touchscreen. Um, yeah. So well, that would be the most shocking thing Apple ever did if they just came out with a touchscreen display randomly for the Mac. I mean, they can't <laughs> do that because Mac OS isn't a touch uh, operating system. Right. So that would change the game completely. And I'm obviously not surprised they didn't do that. And just because it has an, I, uh, uh, an A13 doesn't mean that you can just pop a touch, multi-touch on. Right. And yes, of course, I mean, of course. There's a lot of steps there. But um, you, you can't help but think, like, well, if it's a big, giant iPad, why can't I just reach out and touch? <laughs> right? <laughs> kind of. Like, you know, it's like people are going to wonder that once. You know, I, I, I did. I wrote about it. like Because it's like... It's like it's all, all the pieces are there. There's a lot of really cool pieces in this thing. They just put together all wrong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and I think there's another really there's another interesting point. And who wrote this? Okay, this is um Jason Snell's article also on um, MacWorld. Is that yeah. you know Apple has a they they do a lot of recycling in both like you know physical metals, but also in components. And kind of, it was interesting to see his display in the the title of his article. I'll link it in the chat for anyone who wants to read it. Is you know the studio display is what happens when Apple's recycled tech goes too far. So it is a lot of recycled re recycling. I don't know. I think that's. I, I just thought well, that was an interesting using point. Old parts, basically. Yes. Yeah. What what he was saying was that, like we've seen this before, like in the Mac with the T two chip, in um in the uh in the in the ipad with the with the chips and things and we've seen them apple use this part here and this part here this seems like they like they built the display to to use all these parts rather than building a display and saying oh well we can use that again like it seems like I, like somebody brought a big giant box into 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 whoever's lab and said hey we got these all parts can you make something with them this, this feels <laughs> like you've gone to ikea and bought some furniture but you don't have the instructions and so you're putting it together right. with whatever like, you've got it's, and it's, and none of the none of the parts really kind of make sense. Like I said, like do we need center stage? Do we need sixty four gigs of storage? Do we need five K? No. It seems like they had all right. We got a bunch of five K panels, a ton of A thirteen chips, uh, a sixty four gig. Hey, uh, let's uh, make it this <laughs> What can we do? You know, it's funny. I I think they've been working on this for a long time, which is also perplexing because we we heard rumors. I'm going back two years now. Yeah, a couple of years at least. Of a 27 inch iMac that looked like the Pro Display. This was in before WWDC 2020. We got that rumor, and then we got the iMac with the chin, and everyone was all disappointed because we we had our expectations for it for a chinless iMac. But if you if you're looking at supply chain stuff, that's that's what this is. This is a 27 inch iMac because you don't know. The difference between an M1 and an A13, when you're looking at supply chain, you just see logic board uh, display, sure, 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 speakers, you know, all yeah. these parts. It's basically an iMac, and I completely understand that how the rumors were pretty close until you know we got this rumor like two days before the event that this display was coming. Be before that, we hadn't really heard 
that this was supposed to be the 27-inch iMac. That's not coming now. This is the 27-inch iMac. Apple wants you to buy this in place of the iMac, except you have to buy a $2,000 computer to go with it. So now we're talking about a $3,500 iMac. Is it possible that this is the result, actually, that there were plans for a 27 iMac and that the supply chain problems, you know, they couldn't get all the parts they needed, so they just I mean, decided maybe. to dump it down they, and make it a, they, a, a display? They, they might have pivoted. Who knows? I mean, obviously, the, that, that the would explain at least how we've got what we've got. You know, yeah. they started the, out to build a chassis would be different because there has to be some kind of a chin. Yeah. With the with the M1, presumably, it would have been an M1 Pro. I don't know. Uh, I mean, we we've seen this before. We saw it with the Apple Watch. Apple wouldn't admit it, and they won't admit it. Nor did they have to. But that wasn't what was supposed to be the Series Seven. They had to change that at the last minute because of supply issues. They could, so they 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 tweaked the design. So yeah, Apple can pivot at the last minute, so to speak. Maybe maybe sometime middle of the last year they realized like, hey, this isn't gonna work, and nor do we really need it because 24 inch iMac, 27 inch iMac, like you don't need it. The iMac is supposed to be what it is. The 24 inch iMac is the iMac. The iMac is for people like me. It's not for pros. They they kind of forced the iMac Pro on professionals because they didn't want the trash can. They said, all right, you want this? Here, take it. But that's not what they want. They want a modular machine. They want a headless Mac. The Mac Studio is perfect yeah. for those types of users. Perfect. Studio display could have been. It's just not quite, it's not quite the perfect companion to the Mac Studio. Thankfully, it's, there's tons of displays out there. So ah, it doesn't really matter. You don't have to buy this. It's a it's a it's a beautiful misfire. I don't even know if it's beautiful. It's a it's a it's a nice looking. It's it's nice looking. It's a display. What's so beautiful? But it's a nice looking misfire then. The the stand is too thick. The bezels are a little bit too thick. There's no no Apple logo on the front. It's fine. Like it's not beautiful. Well, there you go. I I think that you know I like that you're firm in your belief and like really infirm in your opinion. So thank you both so much for calling in and chatting about this. I think it was a pretty interesting discussion. It was great to hear from um, our audience as well about you know who who is going to use this and why they want to use it. To that end, um, they said that hey, Juliet. Yes. Real quick before you sign off, maybe maybe the user who asked us whether or not he or she should buy it. You know when you get it. Ping us back and let yeah, us know true. what you think. Yeah, true. Yeah, absolutely. They they said that um that they agreed with you, Ken, that aesthetics come into play for them. So Okay. Gotcha. Fair enough. Understood. Yeah. Yeah, let us know. So thank you all so much for watching this episode of Today in Tech. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up. And if you were watching on LinkedIn, you can head over to our YouTube channel, IDG Tech Talk, subscribe to the channel over there. Also like the video over there and hit the bell icon so you're notified every single time we post a new video. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, if you've tried it, tried the studio display out and you love it or you hate it or you don't have an opinion on it, let me know in the comments. Thanks again for watching and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.